Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When the days were completed for their purification according to the law of Moses, Mary and Joseph took Jesus up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, just as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord and to offer the sacrifice of a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons in accordance with the dictate in the law of the Lord. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, awaiting the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Christ of the Lord. He came in the spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to perform the custom of the law in regard to him, he took him into his arms and blessed God, saying, Now, Master, you may let your servant go in peace according to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you prepared in the sight of all the peoples, a light for the revelation to the Gentiles, and glory for your people Israel. The child's father and mother were amazed at what was said about him, and Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rise of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be contradicted, and you yourself a sword will pierce, so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. There was also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher, she was advanced in years, having lived seven years with her husband after her marriage, and then was a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshiped night and day with fasting and prayer. And coming forward at that very time, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were awaiting the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had fulfilled all the prescriptions of the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, <clears throat> good morning. Uh, our feast today, the presentation of the Lord, uh, is an old a feast that's been celebrated in the church. Um, it's also part of the fourth joyful mysteries, and of course it's a statue that we have with all the mysteries here, and it's one that we can see really uh, quite clearly, and it's decorated today with flowers and candles. Um, the candles, uh, this feast also had the name of uh, Candle Mass. Uh, it was uh, a custom to bring candles. They were blessed and they were used for devotions back at home, so uh, it became known as a time to uh, celebrate that. So Candle Mass was another name that was associated with it. Um, so in um, our readings, uh, especially our first reading, um, and in thinking of our statue with Simeon and Anna holding up Jesus, um, it doesn't sound like our typical picture of Jesus, does it? Uh, who will endure the day of his coming, and who can stand when he appears, for he is like the refiner's fire, 
or like the fuller's lie, the heat of the refiner to separate the impurities, and the fuller who cleaned the wool with harsh soap to make it white, cleaning it. Uh, it seems like that's not the right scripture for today. We see the little baby being raised up on our statue back here, and we, we experience the love of Christ, and we don't, we don't think of this too often with that vision, the presentation of the little baby Jesus. Uh, our second reading kind of continues that on. Um, because he will be tested through what he suffered, he is able to help those who are being tested. That's us. That little baby there is there to help us through our testing. Well, <clears throat> I like to, um, with these statues, I've kind of gazed on that statue and Although the baby is raised, um, if you get your phone out and raise it above it, you can get a really good picture of its face. And he has eyes that are really quite piercing. So much wisdom, it's really drawing something out of you as you, as you look at that. And I was thinking, I've seen those eyes before those eyes that really helped develop our character, those things that, you know, through life we've learned through discipline. Um, now, I know you can't unhear this, so I hate to set this in your mind, but what came to me, and it has to do since we're in the Super Bowl, I thought of Vince Lombardi. Now, I looked at his baby picture and he doesn't look anything like that, so I'm not suggesting that that's Vince Lombardi. But when I look back at my own life and I think about the character that was formed that came through mentors, men and women, but a lot of that was through sports coaches and a lot of it was football for me. Um, I started thinking more about Vince Lombardi's life and you read the stories of the men that he impacted. And it wasn't just about when they were playing sports, it was the rest of their life. It was the character that he formed in them, helped them form, so that they had success in the rest of their life. I started thinking about the connection of that and really our striving to be holy, to become saints. And I looked at some of the quotes that uh, Lombardi had, and it, and he was Catholic, but he follows pretty closely the rules of life also impact the rules of football. So he said, character is just another word for having a perfectly disciplined and educated will. Watch your actions, they become your habits. Watch your habits, they become your character. Character is what we take to heaven. That's what we hone here. That's the testing that is in our second reading. He said, football is like life. It requires perseverance, self-denial, hard work, sacrifice, dedication, and respect for authority. These are all qualities of what is required to become a saint, to become holy, to become virtuous, 
to resist vices. This is all the testing that we see. And really, this is the refiner's fire and the fuller's soap. The eyes of that baby really kind of lead you on down that path. That's what Jesus wants for us. That's why we love him so much. He's helping us become holy, become saints, if we'll work with him, if we'll take what he's teaching us and sacrifice, have discipline. Um, So while I'm going down this path of the Super Bowl, um, you know, again, I'm looking at this statue. It's the one I can see best from here. And here's Simeon raising it up. And you think about the winner. Of course, he's holding the Lombardi trophy. Um, so I'm thinking of that symbol of, you know, the, the victorious holding of really, in our lives, trying to become saints, um, the victorious crown that Jesus is offering us. Um, there's a apparently a um, kind of a rule that is followed in hockey for the Stanley Cup trophy. And no one is supposed to raise it over their heads unless they actually were part of the team that won it. That's, that right is reserved for the people that were on the team. And thinking about uh, Paul's uh, message in 2 Timothy, He ran the race all the way to the end. He kept the faith. That's the the victory. That's holding up the prize, which is really Jesus in our life. That's what we're working towards at the end of our life, that we ran the race all the way to the end, and we kept the faith. We listened to the coach. That's... That's what this presentation of Jesus, this idea that we want to be part of that presentation all the time, but especially towards the end as we kept the faith all the way to the end. Let's stand and offer our petitions.